Welcome to Tech Med Talks, the only podcast that brings you the stories and the people behind digital transformation in the orthotics and prosthetics market. I'm here with Jamison Goldberg, the Operations Manager at Edser Labs USA. Jamison is speaking to us from Miami. How are you? Good. Thank you for having me, Kate. Great to have you. So how did you find out about TechMed 3D? Um, so as I mentioned, um, the iPad scanning solution in general uh, started to become a priority um, in the 2016 to 17 timeframe for me in the U.S. market when we began expanding and taking on some larger and different types of clients um, that had different demands that needed to be met, to be met which I'll get into. Um, once we decided to go in that direction, uh, it was pretty clear from the beginning that TechMed offered the best solution. Um, we spoke to them about using the 3D Seismi software, and they showed us right away that they could customize uh, a skin for us, incorporating the Edser company logo and color scheme, um, and streamline the software platform to provide only the tools and necessary data entry that Edser company requires from its clients. Um, they also offered the ability to upload our company forms and take pictures, giving our clients varied options for order entry and processing uh, based off of what they had been doing in the past. It's quite difficult at times to get clients to change the way they've been doing things um, forever, especially the way they've been doing them with your company. Um, so having the ability to adapt and use some of the old tools and some of the new ones was really important for us. Um, and all of the above was done rather seamlessly, quickly, and affordably. Um, so at the time, there really wasn't a comparable alternative that anyone approached us with. Hmm. It sounds like customization is really important to you. Uh, yes. Uh, in that sense, another way of putting that is that... Um, the they approached us with a solution that made it as if the 3D scanning solution with the iPad was something that we were offering our clients ourselves and not going through uh, a third party necessarily. Right. It looks more professional that way. Correct. So what's the importance of 3D scanning in your daily operations? Um, so as I mentioned just a minute ago, it became extremely important to us uh, about three or four years ago for our daily operations. Um, we were able to adapt to the demands of larger and different types of clients. For example, we have one regional distributor in the US who manages orders from multiple hospitals and private practices. Um, we have another client who has a team of orthotists who covers the orthotic and prosthetic needs from a larger group of doctors and locations um, statewide. So the 3D scanner for iPad allowed scanning capabilities to be moved easily and quickly from one place to another. Um, this meant that patients can be scanned in their treatment room rather than having to bring them to one specific room where a less mobile scanning unit uh, might be located. And the scanner could also be moved easily between locations, hospitals, or even for home visits. Mm, it's a lot more flexible. Yes. Um, 
we've also been able to take on clients from areas which may have previously been uh, more difficult to reach due to lack of major distribution centers in that area. As mentioned, we do have a fairly global distribution with the central lab in Spain. Um, my distribution in the States, we have major distribution in uh, UK, in um, Israel, in New Zealand, and then some smaller ones, but there's other areas that are that are difficult to reach. So uh, from the US perspective, we've always had a strong presence in Puerto Rico, but now my office um, has added clients from Curacao, Dominican Republic, Vancouver, Toronto, Montreal. And before the introduction of the iPad scanner, we wouldn't really have been able to make sense of this logistically, um, having to cross borders, shipping foams or casts from them to us, and then the insoles back from us to them. Um, so that's opened up a lot of doors for us. Uh, the UK office has had a similar experience where they've been able to expand to Ireland and Northern Ireland, which they told me was previously difficult, mostly due to delays of shipping and not being able to achieve the turnaround times that their clients required. Uh, and in Spain, I know that they've, uh, along with Israel and New Zealand, of course, with the distributions, they've added small clients in uh, Malta, Oman, and Dubai. So again, just being able to have somebody buy an iPad, which you can mostly get anywhere, a structure scanner, which you can get online and get sent to you, as opposed to having to ship our heavier uh, laser scanners and do software installations and everything like that uh, has helped a lot. Mm. Are all of your clients using scanners now as opposed to plaster? Um, I would say that about 60% of our clients in the U.S. are using scanners. Um, however, that probably translates into over 80% of our orders. Uh, as I mentioned, we do have some clients who have their own internal operations, uh, like the regional distributor I mentioned, where they actually uh, receive foams and ultimately scan them before sending us the digital data. Um, we also have some clients who still prefer to cast or foam, but we've convinced them to save shipping time and costs to have a scanner in their office and scan after the fact and send it to us. Um, the majority of foam and cast that actually comes into our office in Miami is from lower volume clients, people that are just doing uh, a handful of orders a month and um, are kind of stuck in their ways um, and or don't want to make an investment in order to convert. But uh, anyone that's doing reasonable volume for us has mostly transitioned into into laser scanning. Mm. So it was easier to persuade people with higher volume to make the switch. Yes, absolutely. Um, we do also use the 3D scanner in our office, of course, to digitize the foam impressions and plaster casts we get from uh, clients who prefer that method in their office and prefer to ship it to them. Oh, that's cool. Yes. I'm wondering what was the hardest part about integrating this technology? Uh, honestly, the only thing that really comes to mind is client education. Uh, 
as I mentioned, we had adopted uh, 3D scanning technology previously, um, probably 10 years before we started with the with 3D SizeMe and the iPad scanner. Um, we were using traditional weight-bearing 2 and 3D scanners. Um, so it wasn't completely foreign to a lot of our clients. Mm -hmm. uh, however, as I just mentioned, those systems were uh, made for weight-bearing scans. So from a laboratory perspective, we see all the different ways that our clients are capturing patient data um, on a day-to-day -day basis. We see foam impressions, plaster casts, slipper casts, um, laser scans, pressure analysis, um, static versus dynamic, and weight-bearing, partial weight-bearing, and full weight-bearing. Um, but these are all things that can be um, a part of a clinician's training or belief system or philosophy that they've been doing um, for years, and they tend to trust uh, how they've been trained and what they've been doing for a long time. Um, so when having these conversations with the clients, um, you also learn how much of the design process has either changed or has always been foreign to many of the clinicians. Um, whereas many of them are concerned with manipulating the patient's foot to subtalar neutral um, for casting or plantar flexing the first ray while casting or scanning the foot in a partial weight bearing position. Um, it should be realized that algorithms and AI allow us to rectify all the scans once we digitize them to position the foot um, in an ideal subtalar neutral position before designing the orthotic. Um, similarly, while many clinicians think of literally filling the cast mold, as they call it, of the patient's foot, um, CAD softwares allow us to take those rectified scans, design the insoles to hold to the desired alignment and smooth the surface for comfort. So it's really a uh, experience of educating those clients that some of the things that they've been worried about um, aren't maybe as important as they think they are, that they need to be casting so that they have control of the device or they need to be using the foam or it has to be weight bearing. Um, our designers, as mentioned, we have designers who have been with the company from the beginning. So they have over 20 years of experience taking all different types of um, anatomical impressions or scans from multiple clients and multiple devices and knowing how to design all of that. So once they understand that there's a lot more control on our end in order to make things equal before it goes into the design process, then they're more comfortable with um, converting over to something that might not be familiar to them. Mm. Yeah, that's really interesting. So when clinicians are concerned, they're concerned about being able to position the foot correctly. But what you're doing is going back to them and saying, you actually don't need to worry about that because the technology takes care of it. Yes. I mean, it's not that we're, I'm not undermining the importance of those things. It's just that there are tools to adapt and accommodate for those things. Uh, and we have experience with all of them. So it's the weight of wanting uh, the perfect cast or impression or weight bearing scan, the way that you're used to doing it versus the positives of increased efficiency 
decreased mess of using plaster in your office or or foam boxes, um, decreased cost, improved shipping time, and then you give them the option at the end of of uh, weighing weighing the positive versus the negative for them, uh, and then it's easier for them to make that choice. And usually, uh, the majority of my newer clients are all choosing the. 3D scanning solution with the iPad, and a lot of the old ones have converted as well. Mm. Um, the other, the only other obstacle is, as I mentioned, upfront cost, and that's something that's always been uh, an obstacle for technology integration over the years. But in that sense, the iPad scanning solution has lowered the cost of moving uh, to increased technology integration. Um, so, with a bit of that technical education. And the presentation of the long-term savings, uh, it's been a pretty smooth transition. I just want to pick up on something you said about weighing the, like getting the perfect plaster cast versus all the benefits of 3D scanning. Uh, I'm wondering, is it the case that the plaster cast actually has a better outcome, like a more perfect cast? So, again, we don't find that. I'm not sure if there's uh, some of my clinicians that would tell you otherwise. I don't have specific cases where um, one has told me I want to try one with a cast and one with a scan of the foot and decide which one's going to be better. Um, As I mentioned, my expectation is that ultimately it's going to come out the same. Mm. Um, like I said, we're not, uh, when you're dealing with the majority of labs and certainly with our, our lab, we're not creating, uh, recreating that plaster cast or taking it and filling it and just giving them an orthotic straight back. In my opinion, that wouldn't be us doing the proper service of being a custom orthotics lab who's designing orthotics for them. We would just be doing, uh, work <laughs> of pouring plaster into a cast and then molding to it. We're actually putting experience um, and putting engineering some thought into it and, and, and design into it. So either way, those feet should end up the same, um, no matter what the solu- no matter which solution you use to get there. Right. That makes sense. My final question for you is, how do you see the future for this industry? Um, honestly, it's going to sound like probably what you hear from a lot of people, but we see the future in digital and we see it in 3D. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, in that sense, the future is already here. Um, one thing I had some reservations about uh, that I know is a new release for 3D Size Me um, was moving beyond the structure and Mark II scanners and using um, only the, the true depth or LiDAR capabilities of uh, the iPhone um, from a patient presentation standpoint. Or you mean the iPad? Uh, the iPad or iPhone. Oh, um, interesting. With the, with the new technology uh, in, the, in the front camera, and now on the iPhone 12, I believe the back camera, um, the same t- or similar technology used to be able to do facial recognition is now allowing the three-dimensional scans um, of uh, anatomical parts. So I was a little bit worried from a patient presentation standpoint that by removing the specialty device that you attach to the iPad, 
um, and just using the smartphone that most people or a large portion of the population has in their all in their hands at all times or sitting at home um, might take something away from the experience for them. But at this point, honestly, I, I think I was wrong. Um, the data capture abilities and accuracy and ease of use for 3D anatomical and postural scanning is incredible. And there's softwares being developed for iPad and iPhone for biomechanical and video analysis as well. Um, and I, I just think it's really game changing. Um, and for our story, at least at Edser, 3D scanning went directly in line with 3D printing. Um, we started that right afterwards on uh, HP's multi-jet fusion platform. Um, so I also think it's widely recognized that 3D printing is the future on the manufacturing side. Uh, mm -hmm. There's some companies already, uh, Edser and, and some others that we know about that are really doing special things with orthotics and prosthetics. Um, for us, the key moving forwards is um, reproducibility and scalability. Now that's for us as a large laboratory and manufacturer rather than a clinic. Um, we are seeing great results with our um, AFOs that we started making um, a little over two years ago, but we're constantly tweaking the design features to improve each device. Uh, and this is just another amazing thing with 3D scanning and 3D printing that you can kind of save these designs uh, for later and tweak them little by little, whether it's for the same patient in the future or for future patients, um, and really get a consistent, um, reproducible, scalable device. Um, Edser, for example, has also um, developed shin guards for soccer, uh, face protection for issues with the nose and malar bones. Um, and we hope to offer wrist splints, prosthetic sockets, and spinal bracing uh, in the next year. Um, and without 3D scanning and 3D printing, none of that would have been possible. So that's a good case of being wrong about the iPhone, iPad camera capabilities. <laughs> I don't know that I am wrong yet. It's just something that I felt that um, because even with the iPad, we had, I guess, one obstacle that I didn't mention before was um, just seeing whether it's put on an iPhone or an iPad, um, a device, and you just put it, in, you know, tell the patient to put their foot up, position it, and then take a scan of it. They might think you're just taking a picture of it. They don't mm. understand what the technology is inside of the device because it's a smaller device. Um, I had some concern about that at the beginning and clients did also, but within months, all we got were wows about that. You know, you turn it around after you take the 3D scan of the patient's foot and you show them what you just did and they're amazed. Hmm. Um, and, and so my concern again was just dropping off that, um, that supplementary piece that you had to put onto the iPad and now it's just using an iPad. I had some fear of that, that the patient would be like, you're just, you know, I could do this at home. Hmm. Um, I don't have to come into this doctor's office to use specialty equipment like an MRI or x-ray machine or something comparable. Um, I can just use my phone, but, um, I think it's so powerful and people understand that the iPhone is so powerful at this point that it, that it's not a concern of mine anymore. Right. So you're not so concerned with how impressive it is because it speaks yeah. for itself with the results. Exactly. Yes. 
Well, thanks so much, Jameson. That's all I have to ask about today. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Check back soon for more stories on digital transformation in the orthotics and prosthetics world, right here on TechMed Talks. 